Hello, everyone, and welcome out to episode 287 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, and today we present Why Not Green. Before we go any further, though, please check out our sponsors, Packrat Comics. Go to packratcomics.com for all your comic book needs. They also have other needs as well that they can help uh, fester and help uh, encourage uh, is actually probably the better way to say it, not fester. Um, but uh, I will say, you know, uh, the, the the love of board games kind of festered in me until I couldn't hold back anymore. Now I just like to play board games all the time with friends and family. Um, Pack Rat Comics, they have board games, t-shirts, comic books, graphic novels, awesome toys. As a matter of fact, they have this really awesome NECA Bat Gremlin toy. I'm a huge fan of the Gremlins, especially Gremlins 2, so that was really cool. So they have all stuff like that and much, much more. Go to PackRatComics.com for more information or stop on by uh, to their locations. They have two, one in Marysville and uh, one in Hilliard, Ohio, the home base, if it were, in my words. Um, check them out. They're the 2015 Eisner Award-winning comic book shop. By the way, FYI, it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal, so you can't win it again because you're, it, you've already won it. Pretty freaking sweet, you guys. Um, our other sponsor of the show is It's All Been Done Radio Hour. Please check out It's All Been Done Radio Hour.com for more information on how you can audition, check out podcast episodes, and much, much more. Okay, so why not green? Episode 287 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, recorded April 9th, 2016. Here's the episode we like to call uh, Escape from the Jailhouse on This Rock or Don't Drop the Soap. Um, I like to apologize in advance. You guys probably can't hear it, but I can hear it, and it bothers me as an editor. Um, for probably the first five minutes or so, there is a lot of incessant background chatter and noise, and I try to take that out best I can. Um, so if it is there, I do apologize, but um, thank you for your patience as we do that. Also, if you uh, really enjoy this episode, please go to iTunes and give us a good rating. And also, uh, stay tuned. We might have information on uh, maybe Why Not Green getting its own podcast feed. So, um, uh, or, or just stay tuned to that kind of information if you're really digging it. Um, if you have thoughts, good or bad, email us at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. And also, because this should have been, excuse me, I'm sorry, should have been posted last week. Um, when this episode goes up, I think in a few days from now, you're going to get episode 288, another episode of GBG Live. So um, we got two episodes coming at you this week. All right, enough of me blabbering. Here is episode 287 of The Good, The Bad, and Geeky. Why not green? Shane Stefanchik <laughs> is Professor Why Not. James Daly is Doc Green. Deep inside the elevator looking like ship called the Jarvis, which stands for jumping around recreational vehicle in space, or as Doc Green likes to call it, Jarvis Sat, jumping around recreational vehicle in space and time, the two of them together are Why Not Green? Adventures in Space, and yes, the time is implied. Tonight's episode is entitled The Great Escape from the Jailhouse on This Rock, or a little or a title that also acts as a great little piece of advice, so I'm told, which is don't drop the soap. Seems when we last left, the professor and Doc Green's suggestion to see the leader of the local inhabitant Mary Jane wasn't met too keenly. That's MJ to you. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, But when MJ took our heroes into town, not only was the town made up of women, but the ruling council put them on trial. We were on trial? 
I really don't remember that bit at all. I don't think I remembered either until just now. And apparently, they threw the book at you two. Funny, I don't remember getting hit with a book. Must have been a light bit of reading. <laughs> like an audiobook. <laughs> what? How did it end? I'm not sure. I didn't get to skip to the end and read the last page because they were escorting us out of the room. Did you read it? The ending? Oh well, not as great, Doc Professor, as the ruling council in a unanimous vote sent you guys to the slammer. Great scooter! Great scooter indeed, as the Professor and Doc Green were escorted out by MJ. Strange energy-based handcuffs going around their hands appeared. This way. I, I feel <coughs> happy. As MJ leads both men outside, the Professor can see in the distance the society's prison. As they walk, MJ never once looks back on them as she speaks. Your kind, they say, hasn't been seen in ages. This doesn't bode well for the two, both of you. What do you mean? People go into the prison. They don't come out. Just like the Hotel California. Ooh, that's a lovely place. What a lovely place. Such a lovely face. Par pardon? What do you mean they don't come out? The ruling council has in their charter death to all men. Great school of death, but I'm too old to die. And too young to. But didn't one of you say you were time travelers? Wow. Now, we travel in space. I thought one of you also said time. I did. He always forgets the time in the Jarvis hat. It's the Jarvis sounds better. Now, that is what it comes down to, after all, right? Silence! I demand to know what this Jarvis or Jarvis hat or whatever it is, is. Both Doc Green and the Professor are so frustrated they miss the fact that MJ has moved them inside a building that is not a prison. Look, the Jarvis is my ship. Jarvis stands for Jumping Around Recreational Vehicle in Space. But you keep forgetting the end time, CMJ. It should be called Jarvis at Jumping Around Recreational Vehicle in Space and Time. But I didn't see a ship of yours. Well, that's because you found us a ways away from where the ship is. And this Jarvis? Jarvis at! God, that's annoying. The Jarvis at, your ship... Is this what you used to travel through time? And space! Whatever, is this what you used to travel through time and space? Yes! No. Oh, really? Look, here's the deal. You take me to your ship and take me with you. I'll take you to where you say this distress, distress signal is coming from. Okay, okay. Slight modification to the deal. You take us to the source of the signal, and I'll not place blame on you if I find something really fishy there. No deal! Oh, come on! Okay, fine. Your deal's good. But take us to the shuttle first, then we go back to the Jarvis. At! Okay, deal. But we must keep up the appearance that I'm leading you to prison. Oh! What? These cuffs are making me feel weird. No, I don't think it's the cuffs. Sorry, boys, but like I said to my date after prom, the handcuffs stay on. And on they did stay. Both of our heroes were led into the desert by Mary Jane. I really prefer MJ. Thank you. Sorry? MJ, as she prefers to be called, leads both of our boys toward the source of the distress signal on the other side of the valley where... Well, hey there. Looks like MJ here has kept her into the bargain. Hmm, seems like you kept your into the bargain, MJ. Thanks for repeating what I just said. Of course I kept my word. Did you expect something less? Wow! I helped lead you to the group of women who put handcuffs on you. Don't answer that. All right, that's my girl. Great scud of Professor Look! Look at that! Ooh. The Professor moves away from MJ toward Doc as they see... Yes, it was the shuttlecraft from the last episode. Remember that? With Captain George S. Conway? Do you? Great scooter! And look at that! And I don't mean that as in look at the shuttle! Oh, I get you. I get you. I see it now. 
And look at that indeed, for before the eyes of our heroes, and MJ, was signs of, in the dirt, what appears to be law marks? But from a monster, or beast, or some kind of... Uh, or... Uh, or... I, I can't get a good look with these things on. You haven't taken me to your ship yet. You know, the Jarvis at? Okay, well, it's Jarvis, but yeah, apologies, MJ, but I'm done. What the hell? The professor, pulling his sonic spatula out of his pocket, presses a button, unlocking the handcuffs on his hands. Thank God I'm not weird anymore. Right. Uh, look, look, I'm sure you could kick our butts, but you and me doing fisticuffs? I really don't care about that right now. I really want to finish helping this poor soul and then honor our agreement. The professor scans the ground for something, for anything. He then scans all around him in the air, and then in the shuttle. MJ otherwise ponders aloud. What the hell are you doing? Are they doing? Why aren't you attacking me? All right, look, Mary Jane. Oh, MJ, sorry, sorry. Uh, there are two answers to that question. First, simply put, we come in peace. No harm. Truly, we do. Even though you took us to your ruling council and they were going to lock us up and throw away the key. But, but look, look, look. Seems we have a bit of a weird problem here. What's that? Someone died here, but... There's no body. What? Yeah, 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 they died. And this here, look, on the ground, it's where they were attacked. And they, the victim, or whatever it was, clawed their way to hope only to have it taken from them. I've been patrolling for six months or so. Supposedly there were other villages, but they were evacuated after some great war. My village, the one you saw, that was it. Hmm. Just you ladies. And your village? Hmm. What? Oh, that just means I'm thinking aloud. Did maybe the atmosphere make someone go crazy and attack them? Maybe. Or maybe not. What about your Jarvis Jarvis? Whatever, it's getting any readings. No, and I also scanned the area with the sonic spatula. The sensors are picking up something in the atmosphere, but it can't detect what exactly it is. But I can... Ah, scanning the shuttle, Professor? Hmm. But... Nope. The shuttle battery's dead. Only the signal, and it's being boosted by... Uh, something... something... something else. So we didn't get any scattered ships in the atmosphere above the planet? Wow, you guys are time tra- travelers and space travelers, thank God. Of course, dear girl, we are not gods, mere men. Oh, speak for yourself. Oh, okay, not really God, but Lord Adonis. I was starting to get worried. I was starting to think I was walking around with two crazy people. Instead, I'm with an old man and a narcissist. No, she called you old. If I could... (laughs) If I could maybe... Hmm. Yes. Ah, it worked. Uh, Well, I think. You think? Well, you know, good news, bad news, really. What about Huey Lewis? I hear he has all the news. (laughs) This one. I knew I liked you. (laughs) I diverted some power from the Jarvis to power up the shuttle's battery for a bit. And the bad news? Well, it means we don't have a lot of time for our shields, so it's a little hiccup, you know. What do you mean, shields? Oh, well, do you not know about your planet's atmosphere? No. Well, our shields protect us from the atmosphere, which the effects and what it could do to us are unknown. Um, ah, here we go. Oh, shoot. There's a lock on it. Why would they do that? Why not? Ah, uh, 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 
No, I don't, actually. <laughs> so my name is the prof Professor Weiner. Never mind, it's not funny. I have to explain it to cheeky little... There, there, Professor! It's my thing, you know? It's just no one ever gets it. Hey, guys, the <laughs> shuttle... <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Uh, Mm. No match for me, you stupid little computer. <laughs> yes. Delta 9.2 override. System failure. Reboot. Systems online. Booting. Battery life support shuttle systems at 15%. Yeah, we know. Great scholar! You did it! Of course! Isn't that right? I do not understand your question or statement. Mm. Oh, God. Failure to recognize or understand command. Computer, what about your crew? Crew deceased. Malfunction. Scanners indicate living George S. Con. Wait, 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 wait. Mal, 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 malfunction. George S. Conway deceased. Deceased. Living. Deceased. Last remaining crew member, George S. Conway. Status, unknown. Unknown? What do you mean unknown? It sounded like first he was living and then dead. I do not understand your question or statement. What do you even mean by that? That makes no sense. Tell us what you mean when you say status unknown. I do not understand your question or statement. Ooh, I hate robots. I will make you understand my question or statement. I do not understand your question or statement. Come on, you bucket of bolt! Stop lying to oh, us because... Okay, 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 that's enough. Jeez Louise. All right. Where are you really from, MJ? Uh, what? I do not understand your question or statement. Computer, mute volume. MJ, where are you really from? Let's, let's have a go at it. I... Don't know what you mean. Oh, she doesn't know what I mean. No? Yes, yes. Sure you do. Oh, 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 why didn't I see it before? Ah, uh, right. You speak about these people, your people in the village back there. Yeah? In theory, like they aren't your people at all. You act all rough and tough like them, and oh, maybe you believe in what they stand for, but maybe, just maybe... You also believe in escaping from here because here is not where you're from. No. You're from another here, far, far away. Where are your other here? Where is it? Where I, is it? I do not understand your question or statement, Professor. She's not from here. I mean, you know the old quote, what would men would be without women? Scarce. Exacto mundo. But reverse that. You see, a planet full of women? Some of them young, some of them middle-aged or old, but either way a planet full of women. And while they seem technologically advanced, I see no signs of how they procreate. Where are you from, MJ? You get stuck here? If so, where is your ship or shuttle or whatever? I... I see. You I... didn't get here by ship. You're not even sure how you got here, let alone where here is. You're just smart enough to blend in when need be until you get the heck off this rock. Which explains why you found us out there above the valley. Exactly. You weren't patrolling. Well, you were, but not really. It was a duty I'm sure you asked for as it was part of your plan to find a way out of here. To find help, or maybe a really good castle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait, what? A calzone? Really? I'm, I'm still hungry from the last episode. I never got my it's sandwich. always food. <laughs> always food. All right. Well, MJ, you found help. 
But there's something much stranger going on here than your side mystery of, you know, where they play hide the zucchini. They have zucchini? I'd love to put one in my mouth and just open oh, it. Wording, wording, wording. Sorry, but I'm just so hungry. All right. So. So, I am from Earth. And what year is it there? What year? Good question. Thank you. Um, the year is 2012. 2012. Great school. Good, terrible, terrible. Ooh, I know John Cusack is dreamy, though. Uh, 2012 is also the year with the Diamond Jubilee of good old Queen Bee the second. Hurricane Sandy. Oh, the death of singer Etta James. My love has come along. My lonely days are over. And life is but remember being on Earth? Uh, January 3rd, 2012. Great school! Okay, for the sake of keeping time kosher when we save you, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe it did. Look, your point of origin is Earth 2012. Now that's interesting. I don't remember hanging out too long in 2012, but it does sound like a fun place to visit. I guess so. I just always thought I entered into a, like a bizarro world version of Earth where women rule the planet. Oh, like Planet of the Apes, but with women. What's Planet of the Apes? That crappy Mark Wahlberg movie? Great schooler, Tim Burton is rotting on mine, Professor. Clever, but not exactly. The different parallel worlds of Earth are equally more calm and terrifying. If that made sense. It does, believe you me. I have an idea. Why not trace the shuttle to go back to where it's from? Tell it to go home. Why didn't I think of that? That's a great idea, Jen. Indeed it is. Hold on, here we go. And with that, Doc Green, MJ, and the Professor step out of the shuttle as it begins to lift off. Why didn't we just stay in the ship? Because we're going back to the Java Sats. Oh! And trace it back to wherever it is from the safety of our own ship. Good plan. Oh wait, I came up with it. No doubt, you braggart. With a steady plan in place, our heroes, now including young Mary Jane... I like being called MJ! Oh yeah, well I like staying home in my jammies eating fig newtons because a cookie is just a cookie, but fig newtons are fruit and cake, okay? Harsh. It's true, it's true. Sorry. The group travel as fast as they can around the valley to the other side where, a ways back, is the Jarvisat. Wow. It's really smaller on the outside. Also, did you know that it looks like some weird service elevator at a certain angle? Well, perceptions are... <gasps> perceptions! Oh, bugger. Oh. What? What is it, Professor? Clever, clever planets, but I am much more clever. High above the valley as the door to the Jarvisat opens... Ding. And out of the door stands the professor as he looks down, dedicated to the experiment he is attempting. Behind him, Doc Green tries to explain the Jarvisat to MJ. So the Jarvisat is just this thing. And there we go. Oh. Ding. Alright, okay. I figured out where our missing dead but alive but dead in a kind of alive way person is. Where? Well, that's where things get a bit confusing, um, he is dead. Captain Conway, you mean. Right, right. Here's the tricky part. You see, there are chromosomes, or DNA, in every living human being that can be traced back to simplest form. Like the cartoon in that dinosaur movie! 
Right, right. And I was able to amplify and boost the signal of my sonic spatula and find that chromosome or DNA sample of our missing dead but alive but dead Captain George S. Conway. So he isn't dead like the computer said. Yet he is! Which means it's Schrodinger's transvestite! Okay, that's a horrible, horrible... It's really not a delicate way to say that and rather rude, but... What? Look, here, okay, I found him. Pause for dramatic effect. Or should I say, I found her. Look out the door, go ahead, give it a gander. So that girl down there is our missing captain? It's a bit judgmental to be assigning labels, don't you think? That woman watering her plants there was George S. Conway because there are high and I dare say toxic levels of mutated estrogen on the planet. So Captain George S. Conway is both a man who is dead but also alive as a woman at the same time and space. So, when my comrade here said Schrodinger's transvestite, well, needlessly insensitive, he what? wasn't necessarily incorrect. Geesh, a planet with to- toxic ex- estrogen. Oh, it's hard to say. Wait, aren't I affected? Well, who says you weren't? Uh, we just don't know the effects yet. The toxic estrogen must only kill male members of the species, transforming the and beginning life anew in female form. Almost everything down to the cellular level is different about them. Great scholar! The Wachowski brothers would have loved it here! Right, right, and so... But this reeks of technology gone awry. You mean someone did this to him? To this planet? Exactamundo, which is why we are still following that shuttle back to its point of origins. Oh boy, looks like whoever did this to Captain George S. Conway... Actually, the Jarvis... Jarvis at! ...is telling me that I think she prefers just... April now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, April. I get a lot of names wrong. Oh boy. Whoever did this to April and possibly many others are going to be in for a whooping from the professor and Doc Reed. And MJ. (laughs) Ha ha. Okay then. So stay tuned next uh, next month as our two, three, or whatever number of heroes trace the source of the signal in our next installment, The Travelers Must Be Crazy or Quick Act Unnaturally.